Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's Rutherford Issues, we are talking about the Family Center. We have uh, Susan Galeas joining us, the president and CEO of the Family Center. Good morning. Good morning, Brian. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Good to have you here today. Uh, So give me your two-minute stump speech on what it is the Family Center does. (laughs) So the Family Center provides uh, families, uh, parents especially, with skills and information and support that allows them to be the best parents they can possibly be. Um, We recognize that parenting isn't easy. Uh, It's the hardest job any of us will ever have, and yet it's the one job we're not usually prepared well for. There's no education, there's no training, and we're expected to just have some sort of know-how to raise resilient children. So what we do at the Family Center is help prepare parents to raise more resilient children. I, I've heard people say in the past, you know, we're, we're waiting to have children until we're ready and prepared. It's like, will you, will you, will you get to that point? And the, the answer is usually no. No, and, and none of us are really ever yeah. prepared. And every child comes into the world different. They have their own um, biological makeup. They have their own emotional makeup. And there's so much we know today about brain development. And that's part of what we do at the Family Center is help parents understand the brain development aspects so that they can be more effective in how they interact with their children Mm -hmm. and how they help them come into their own in the world we um, wanted to go back to where you mentioned uh, parenting isn't easy and that is obviously the the truth but where do we learn the most about parenting would you say I mean I, I know the Family Center has some great resources but would you say that we kind of parent like our parents parented us most definitely and even even when we try to make a conscious effort to make changes. There are all these kind of subconscious and subliminal things that come into how we respond. Um, You know, we all want to nurture our children, yet stress causes us to react and to kind of go back into patterns that may not have been the healthiest patterns that we learned from our own parents and they learned from their parents and they learned from their parents. Um, So there is this generational Uh, aspect to how we have come into the world as parents and how we parent our own children. And that's part of what we try to do is help parents learn and grow and break some of those maybe unhealthy ways um, that they've learned. So kind of what you're you're saying there and it, it's it's with really anything in life we if there are stresses in in our life if we've got you know work and uh, spouse and all these kinds of things and then uh, the child and we're discipline all these things wrapped into one our brain kind of reverts back to what we've known it that's what we do with everything it seems exactly exactly and so what we do at the family center is create a no judgment zone Hmm. because we recognize that most parents are doing the absolute best they can with what they have 
and providing for their children. And yet some parents need more support. They need more education. Um, they need to be connected with other resources in the community. Um, you know, we tend to judge other people based on their ability to be successful. And yet being a successful parent doesn't just come naturally. <laughs> so what we do at the Family Center is find a fit for those parents in terms of our programs, and then also, when needed, help them connect with other resources in the community. And we work with a lot of very vulnerable families, um, families that are referred from the Department of Children's Services or courts or family law attorneys. We work with incarcerated parents and their families. We've done a lot of work with Rutherford County Correctional Work Center and the Rutherford County Adult Detention Center. Um, and we work with parents who are in um, substance abuse recovery programs, um, maybe in transitional programs, um, like Doors of Hope here in Rutherford County. Um, so we really understand that for vulnerable families, what we do is critical. And for families that maybe just want to grow and, and learn and be more successful for their children, we're also available. I wanted to go back to, you talked about brain development. And with our children, if they're in some of the situations that you just mentioned, you know, an incarcerated parent, whatever the, the case may be, those are, are things that are imprinted on 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 them i mean for and you know i've often heard kids say you know i remember back when i was five you know and and this happened you, you really never know what that one um thing that has happened that's going to impact the rest of their life and and so going through that has to be tough for the kids too absolutely absolutely and what we know is Adverse childhood experiences or adverse community environments that may drive some of those adverse childhood experiences have an impact on the, the parts of the brain that affect our emotions and our fight or flight uh, responses. And so in the field of neuroscience, the areas of our brain that are triggered most are going to grow and the area that is not triggered are not gonna grow. And for the prefrontal cortex, and I know this is very complex for the radio, but um, the part that allows us to be um, more reasonable and make good choices, if it's not being activated through good nurturing and, and good interactions um, with the adults in their lives, then the children's other parts of their brains are gonna grow bigger. And then when they move into adolescence and adulthood, we, we fault them for not making good choices. And yet we don't understand how their brains make that connective link mm -hmm. to those choices. So we really do try to help people understand that if we can reduce those stressors and toxic situations for children, we're more likely to have resilient adults. And obviously life happens, uh, you know, and, and everyone's situation is different. So you really, I guess, have to work a lot one-on-one -on -one in some situations, I would think. We do. So we have um, our Positive Parenting Plus groups for parents. Um, we are doing them, obviously, with the pandemic. The silver lining was our ability to move to a virtual platform. So we do those in the community, but we also do those virtually. Um, and we have several of those groups a week. 
to complete it is eight weeks. It's about an hour and a half a week for eight weeks. But when our parents complete those groups, they really have a greater ability to understand and to move skills forward with their children. We also offer one-on-one family coaching. And that can be done virtually and or in the home or in a safe space for families that may have greater need. And then um, we started several years ago also working to uh, help educate staff in places like courts and jails and other nonprofits and government agencies about the value uh, when you're working with these vulnerable families of being trauma-informed and understanding those ACEs. So when we work with families, we try to work through a much more comprehensive approach. And for those individual families that do have greater need, we try to wrap ourselves as a staff around them more. We have uh, Susan Galeas joining us today, the president and CEO of the Family Center. You can find out more at familycentertn.org about the um, work of the Family Center and how they might be able to help. I wanted to go back and touch on on the uh, uh, parenting groups and the one-on-one family coaching. Um, Parenting groups, That obviously it sounds like uh, parents who could use a little extra, you know, education in parenting kind of come together in a in a group atmosphere mm-hmm. in that one right mm-hmm. right so if if we're doing it locally then it's in a building like Patterson Park or it, we sometimes do them as I mentioned in the jails but we also have the um, the option of doing it through zoom so we've created opportunities for people who maybe don't have easy access to transportation or they have busy schedules and it's you know 30 minutes to an hour to get to a group we can do that where they can participate through zoom and even for some of our families who don't have access to wi-fi or to a device we can help supply that as well Um, and the groups provide not just the education and the skill building but also the peer support it's so helpful to know you're not alone and you know I I have two master's degrees and I tell my soon-to-be 32 year old daughter all the time I'm so sorry (laughs) I I had a master's in social work and focused on children and adolescents and what what we knew then is so different than what we know now and I wish I wish I'd had a family center um, when my daughter was young because I think I could have been so much better at, at being a parent for even my own child even given my education um, and my privilege in life I could have been a better parent so I think any parent could benefit from what we offer and there's no cost well that's that's a key word there that's kind of where my mind went when you said any parent so it it doesn't matter I know we've talked about some some pretty tough situations incarceration um, drug use things of that nature but every parent any parent could could really benefit from knowing hey they're going through the sim- a similar thing that we are most definitely i i think as i said in the beginning parenting is the hardest job that the, we are the least prepared for in life and yet you know there's this expectation that we would innately know what to do and we don't and so we t- fall back into how we were parented and and Times have changed. Children have changed. We're much, you know, much more um, 
inundated with lots of extra stressors in the world today. And so trying to help parents understand how to take those stressors and work beyond them and being an effective parent is very helpful and peer support is key. Susan, the uh, one-on-one family coaching, does that come in um, when there's a mandate for that or how how does the one-on-one coaching work? It's it's based on what families either need because there is a mandate or what they want because maybe maybe they're struggling with just putting together uh, an effective family schedule and keeping it um, keeping the family on task with that schedule because you know schedules are important having routines is important and yet it's really hard when we're trying to meet our children's needs and our needs and our spouse's needs and and our extended family's needs to stay kind of on task with that routine and so what our family coaches can do is work directly with the family around whatever their specific um, request might be and so sometimes it's about putting together a a healthy routine and sticking to it. Sometimes it's around discipline. Um, So many people may remember the show, The Nanny. Oh yeah. Yeah, so our family coaches are kind of like that person that can come in, observe and say, you know, this is what I saw. This is a way that you might think about doing it differently and here's why. Um, But again, coming from that place of no judgment, we know that parents are doing the best they can with what they have. Of course, the uh, the family center is uh, nonprofit, so uh, the support of the community is is really key to keeping the programs going. It is. We cannot do what we do without the support of our donors, and um, we have more requests to provide programming than we have the capacity to fill those requests right now because we need more support. So anyone who wants to donate, even if it's a dollar, is um, is truly valued. And um, they can donate online through FamilyCenterTN.org. Um, they can become a member of our sustainer circle where maybe they give $5 a month. Um, and then if there are individuals out there that have connections to foundations or family foundations, we would love to find out about those as well. And I'm sure a lot of great online resources at FamilyCenterTN.org. Um, Yes, there are, and we are in the process of revamping our website, so there's more to come. And if they um, link to us on Facebook, FamilyCenteredTN.org or Instagram, we have um, parenting tips on, let's see, what's it called? Tuesday's parenting tips, or my my staff's going to kill me because I don't remember what it's called. But on Tuesdays, our family coaches offer parenting tips on certain topics. So if you connect with our social media, you can tap into that as well. Oh, very good. Uh, so just search for Family Center TN on, in, on the social media platforms. Correct. Yes. Well, very good. Uh, Susan, thank you again for, for stopping in today on our United Way Spotlight. And of course, United Way is um, a big supporter of the work of the Family Center. They are. We're so grateful 
grateful to, to Megan and her team at the United Way, Rutherford and Cannon Counties. And we're really grateful to WGNS and to you, Brian, for allowing us to be here and share what we do and how we can help. Absolutely. Glad to do it anytime. Thanks, Susan. Thank you. Susan Galis joining us today, the president and CEO of the Family Center joining us here on the program. Now, if you missed any part of our program, check the podcast under Rutherford Issues at WGNSRadio.com.